0: It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Bigfooty final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. If you are with us on Thursday, we recounted the story of Thomas Randall, young prospects in the motor racing world's early 20s, from the end of last season to the start of this, diagnosed with testicular cancer, surgery and awaiting chemo. Asked the doctors for permission to be there for the opening round in Adelaide. Took to the car. That's where we left the story. And there he was winning on Sunday in the Super 2s. And so it's my great pleasure just to find a little bit more out about the weekend. Thomas Rander, welcome back. Congratulations.
1: Thanks, Gerard. Thanks for having me. What, was, it.
0: what was Sunday like for you?
1: Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, if, if I go back sort of two or three weeks ago to have, have thought that yeah I'd be on the grid and, and winning races yeah, it would have been fantastic so it, it was just a phenomenal weekend I mean I managed to grab the pole position on the Friday and qualify and then yeah had two second place finishes in the first two races and then managed to, to go one spot better on Sunday so it was kind of a, a dream start to the championship we're only uh, yeah two points behind the, the championship leader, so it's super tight but yeah, what a, what a way to start the year after after what I've had to go through the last few weeks.
0: So, what was it like to be back in the car? Was it was it almost a, a release from the real life traumas that you've been dealing with?
1: It, to be honest, I think that the racetrack is really my therapy. I mean, once once I was sort of strapped in the car, um, nothing else really mattered. I wasn't even just thinking about all the other stuff. It was just focus on right. How am I going to maximise myself in the car and how am I going to win these races or how am I going to get pole position sort of thing? And that was that was kind of the best part, was actually being in the car. Once I got out of the car, that's where all the other stuff yeah. happens. Where you know, yeah. I mean, as much as it's great having people come up to you and, and giving you well wishes and, and stuff, it, it then sort of puts your mind back onto that. But I guess that's probably the, that's the pros and cons of, of going public. Uh, but I think it is very important to me that I went public just so yeah, it spreads that awareness and uh like i said to you last week so yeah i had to put all that aside and uh just focus on the job and i think we managed to do that so it was yeah really good way to, to get the season kicked off so,
0: so what is the sense of care towards you can you can you sense it from everyone that you come across i imagine you you know a great many people through the paddock but i suspect you're getting to know a whole lot more once people have heard your story
1: yeah absolutely and i think it actually sort of tells you like who you tr- who your true friends are, and you can see from yeah some people you thought that might have said something h- who didn't and and also if you flip that around people who you didn't think would have come up to you actually did and and wanted to have a conversation with you so yeah I think it going through something like this yeah I think really tells you or oh, you can find out yeah, who you who the real people matter if you know what I mean
0: yeah so was it um Was it easy to concentrate when you got back in the car in the way that you've described as as a sanctuary and and almost therapy?
1: It was, actually, yeah. I didn't really know how it was going to be going into the weekend. I had, um, for example, Rihanna Crean, who's one of the pit pit lane reporters there. She interviewed me on the Wednesday, but she she messaged me about a week ago saying, look, I know it's going to be a a tough weekend. In terms of off track, you're going to have a lot of people um, coming up to you and you probably want to sort of lay, lay low in a sense. But... I think I handled it quite well. And, yeah, once I got in the car, um, it wasn't even the thought. It was just, yeah, once home was on, (laughs) stuck in the seat, just focus on on going as fast as I can. And, and yeah, that was the best thing, really. It it was sort of, you know, half an hour or 45-minute windows of just not, not a care in the world and trying to make a race car go as fast as it can around the Adelaide Street Circuit. Did you have a bit of family
0: there on the weekend?
1: Yeah, so my parents actually... They drove me across because originally we thought we were going to be having to start the treatment this week, so we, we thought it would be best to, to drive over and drive back to try and just minimise the risk of sort of catching anything on my flight, and they were fantastic. They were making lunches every day, not just for me, but for the team, and the, the team were loving that too, so yeah, that was a, that was awesome to have them there and just constantly trying to force Phoebe with fruit <laughs> to, uh, to try and get those five markers down for this week, so um, no, it's, it's fantastic having them there. And that, yeah, they've been a huge support the whole way through. So, yeah, good to so have done
0: that. You mentioned pole on Friday and then the two races running us up on uh, Saturday and then winning on Sunday. So uh, you obviously had a, a good feel for it and and good momentum. So th- did you do you feel like um, you're obviously driving really well at the end of last season and everyone has, has their eye on you for the futures? Do, do you feel like you did pick up where you, you, you wanted to, where you'd almost left off?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I also had to get used to a new car as well. So last year I was driving the, the Kickford FGX Falcon in, in the Super 2 Series, where this year I'm driving at a, uh, an, a Nissan Altima. So there are some subtle differences in driving this car. And, um, yes, try and get used to them around a, a street circuit where there's concrete walls everywhere. Sort of took me a little bit of time in the practice sessions, but by the end of the weekend, even by qualifying, I, I was really confident in the car. And Yeah, I feel like I'm... Coming into the gates, sort of stronger this year than I was last year. I mean, uh, yeah, to be so close to the championship lead, it's sort of the best, the best start to any championship I've ever had in my career. So, I think it's it can only be a positive weekend, considering everything else I've had to face. So, yeah, fingers crossed we'll be on the hood at the next
0: round. So that is that's part of it, isn't it, Thomas? The fingers crossed is what do you know? So Simmons Plains will be your next chance, start of April.
1: Yeah, so that's the next round of the Super 2 series, but I'll find out sort of little middle of this week uh, what the oncologist wants to do with my treatment. So yesterday I got some more blood tests done, and uh, at the moment, he, well, last week, he said he wanted to monitor those levels. So I'll be catching up with him. I haven't seen him personally for a couple of weeks, so we'll find out tomorrow what uh, what his plans are. So, um, yeah, kind of in one, in one way I'm anxious, but in another way I'm kind of relieved to, to just know what, what, what will be going on so um yeah i, I want to be on that grid for sure I, I think uh if i can just prepare myself in every way possible off track um then maybe it'll just reduce some of those potential side effects and i think stay in the race car so but yeah i've had so much support i mean dr car the supercar doctors really and who his support is and he's he's more than happy to get a race while while on the treatment if, if i can physically handle it so that's, that's really good
0: gosh they're they two such big realities to have going in your life is the the sport that you love and a great start to the season and then i can't imagine what it's like pondering is can you can you race while while having chemo essentially that's it must be surreal in some ways to to face those dual realities
1: well it's certainly something i've never had to experience before so um but i think that the main thing is just to try and I wouldn't say put it aside because it is such a big part of my life now. But just try and do as much as I can as if nothing's changed. If that kind of makes sense, like just just try and plan the year out as if as if nothing's changed. And if if I do have to do this at some point, then I'll have to put those other things aside. But I mean, like next week I've got university starting back, so I want to go back and and do my classes there. And then yeah, have the racing plan for for Tasmania. We also. Want to be on the grid at the Grand Prix. There's the new S5000 category, so we, we really want to be on the grid for that, which is only two and a half weeks away. And uh, yeah, just try and try and focus on all the positive things, and hopefully uh, that'll that'll help us out.
0: Have you driven at a Melbourne Grand Prix before?
1: I never have. No, yeah. never have. So I've driven the S5000 car before. Yep, which is uh, yeah, a new a new category to Australia. It's a five litre V8 powered open wheel or wings and slicks car. So they're trying to bring back the sort of the old-school Formula 5,000 days from the 70s, which I think is, is a great initiative, and yep. it is a wonderful car. And they actually, a, I think a week and a half ago, that Rubens Barrichello would be coming back to racing it. So, yeah, hopefully I can I can be on a good for that as well.
0: What are you studying at uni?
1: I'm studying mechanical engineering. So it's been a few years on and off uh, just because of the racing side of things. Uh, so... Yeah, I think it's, it's really important for me. I mean, if, if the racing ultimately doesn't work out, you've got to have a backup plan. And there's some, some very smart engineers in motorsport that are yeah, doing it really well. So that's, that's the backup plan.
0: Yeah, terrific. Hey, so when you're in Adelaide on the weekend and your driving's done, is how obsessive are you in watching the, the supercars and um, having a look and seeing where you might fit if the time comes?
1: Well, we actually, because we drove over, uh, we, we literally drove back straight after the race. Right. We had the race. I had the race on the laptop on, on the TAO. Yeah. So we were, I was pretty pretty invested in that. And then on the Saturday, yeah, I was over in the main game. garage with with uh, Nick Kirk out watching on. So um, I'm pretty invested there considering that's where I want to be. So you've got to show that you, you're interested. Otherwise, you, you really don't belong there, I don't think. Mm. So... Um, yeah, Getting the results in the sender category is really important to, to move up to the main category as well.
0: Mm. Uh, if with your determination, I've got no doubt you'll get there. Thomas, it's been great to get to know you over a couple of chats and the very best of luck with what's to come in the next few weeks. Hopefully you are on the grid in Melbourne and then uh, with the championship as it resumes for you in Simmons Plains at the start of April. Good luck.
1: Thanks, Gerard. I really appreciate it. Good Cheers. on
0: you. Thomas Randall, 22 years of age diagnosed with testicular cancer after his season finished last year. He's had the surgery. He's waiting to see the oncologist to see what chemotherapy is required. I love the image of mum and dad driving him across and providing lunch, not only for him and the whole team and going about his work, winning his race on Sunday and, I've got no doubt enhancing his reputation along the way. So, fingers crossed for him, and tremendous uh, that he's prepared to tell his story in the manner that he has provides a, a real connection. So, Thomas Randall, a young man with uh, with a lot going on in life and tremendous prospects in the sport that he loves. A lot of messages to go through. 1116 As the morning goes on, we'll head to Perth. Molly Strano is going to join me. The new market Waits for the, the classic sprints of the Victorian turf, which is on Saturday week. Hopefully we'll get a hold of Wayne Hawks in the aftermath of that one exceedance when we know what the uh, the weight is going to be on that front. And we'll play you some of the emotion from the Kobe Bryant Memorial Service, which has been taking place at the Staples Centre over the last couple of hours televised on ESPN. That is all ahead of us. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.